It's time to place your bets. Let's step into the huddle. You're listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast Weekly Wagering Show, brought to you by LineStar App, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Pizzapia and Scott Bogman. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to the Pre-Snap right here on the Line Star app, it is me, it is Scott Bogman, it's you, and we're talking all things wagering here. It's the Pick Show, courtesy of the Line Star app. Go get that Line Star app for DFS, the best tools, the best talent, everything you need. Go get it, upgrade to the premium product because there's still plenty of football left. Scott Bogman, here we go again. It's week 14. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. I think so. Okay, I hope so. Uh, no games seem to be moving this week. By the way. Uh, Des Bryant, Let, let's just get your take on, on the Des Bryant stuff. We didn't talk about it earlier this week cause it happened mm. on Tuesday, but I would love to hear Joe Pizzapia's opinion on what happened with Des Bryant and all of that fallout before we get fired up into bed. <laughs> you know what? We, sh- I can't believe we didn't talk about that yesterday. Um, but I, I will say this, first of all, I wanted to know what wine Des was drinking. It was a nice Malbec or perhaps a Chianti, you know, and I can recommend some nice wines to people. It's around the holidays. Um, Tosca is a wonderful Italian uh, Chianti there. Uh, the the 2008 Reserve, I really like. Um, uh, any money Malbec, especially, uh, I would say Almas is a really good one. I like Almas. Um, but yeah, depending on what wine he was drinking, I understand why Des was pissed off, man. I mean, you know, this dude circled this game on the schedule and he's like, well, if I come back, I get a chance to play against the Cowboys. And it literally got pulled away from him like minutes before. And I can't fathom, you know, for, I, I wouldn't necessarily think that Des Bryant is the most, you know, chill level-headed dude in the locker no. room or, or in the sports. So I can't understand like him going nuts. But then of course he, he took a deep breath and he realized, well, the Ravens could backdoor their way into the playoffs. And if they do, then that's more money for me. And you know what? Okay. I'll play after all. So I, th- I get his frustration because if anybody, you know, Everybody lives for that moment to stick it to their old employer, stick it to whatever it is, and you know have success against them, especially in sports, especially the Cowboys. I mean, you know, all the stars aligned, Boggs, for them to be able to be playing the Cowboys this year and for him to get that shot. So I get it. I get why Des was pissed off. How about you? I I, I understand the Des stuff. I thought he was being a little bit of a crybaby when he was like, "I'm out for the rest of the year," and obviously he's backtracked that and all that stuff. Well, it's but better I, than Antonio Brown. He didn't go making a music video. Oh after. my god! Yeah, uh, yes, way better than AB. By the but, way, I know you've watched, and I I know I've watched, and it is awesome. I have not watched the AB. <laughs> oh oh, do yourself a favor. Go check no, that out. I'm not quite that was sad enough. So yeah. I'm like, you know, I, I'm on this thing. I only want to watch happy things. So oh, I don't want to watch that. Things. So uh, even if they make me laugh. But I mean, I love how the NFL was also like, we don't see any close contact. No, Des was not uh, hugging anyone before that game. It's fine. No, no, no. No close contact at all. We're we're good. No close contact uh, contacts deemed at all whatsoever. So I, I don't know. I didn't see anyone come down with it the next day. So I guess we're. Uh, kind of clear of that, but we'll see if anyone pops up on the Dallas or Baltimore side. We shall find out. Keep an eye on that one. This is, look, this is what we got to do the whole time. You always got to be watching and waiting. And, you know, hopefully, you know, we get a full regular slate of games that go off when they're supposed to go off. That's all we can hope for. And the first one is 
the New York Giants against Arizona. And I'm mad. You know, I'm mad at myself. I let us all down last week by not taking the Giants to cover. And I should have known better. I couldn't know. No one in their right mind could take them to win last week. That would have just been nuts. But we should have taken them to cover. And I'm, I'm sad. I'm mad at myself. And I got to tell you this. You know, I feel like this week, Giants in Arizona, Arizona's two and a half point favorites. I think that line is wrong. <laughs> like the Giants defense has played well. Arizona's really kind of scuffling here. I'm, I'm a little concerned here about Arizona. I don't think this is going to be a blowout by any stretch of the means. Daniel Jones should be back for this game. It seems like we're going in that direction. The number's 45 and a half. I'll tell you what, Boggs, I'm going to go here with the Giants, uh, and I'm going to go with the Giants across the board, obviously, here, and I'm going to go with, uh, give me the over in this game. I'm going to go slightly over, not my much. I think this is actually a pretty good number. I would stay away from this number, but I think the Giants smell blood here in this division. I feel like they got this. They look around and they say, hey, you know, the Eagles are changing quarterbacks. Dallas just can't get out of their own way. Washington's good, but we've beaten them a couple times. Giants are on you're in control which is stunning to say and, and i could kick myself too because there was a few weeks ago that first game against uh philadelphia i think it was where i want to say the giants were like 15 to 1 to win this division and it took everything in my person not to put a bet on that at FanDuel. like i was just like no don't do it just wait even if it goes down to 10 if they beat philadelphia you know it's still really good 10 to 1 and then they lost and then obviously i was like okay they're probably done now and you know what looking back once again, I got to trust my gut when it comes to the Giants this year. Yeah, look, Cardinals going across country. They have not looked good. Uh, and the Giants, they won with Colt McCoy last week. And uh, I love Colt. He's one of my favorite uh, you know, Texas Longhorns players ever. I'm a big Longhorns fan. But he's not an NFL caliber quarterback right now. I don't know if he ever was. Maybe if he landed somewhere other than Cleveland to start his career, he could have got off to a better start. But I, I'm with you. I, I this is it, you know from the jump an upset special. I, I think uh, the Giants are the team here until Kyler Murray starts playing like himself, which he has not been. He hasn't been running uh, with that shoulder injury. I think you got to take whoever uh, the the Cardinals are playing. So give me the Giants. They're on a nicer roll. I am going to take the under on this game because I do think if the Giants win, it's going to be because they held Arizona out of the end zone for the most part. So give me the Giants. Give me the under. Next up is Dallas at Cincinnati. Dallas three and a half point favorites on the road against Cincinnati. 42 and a half. This is just sad. This is like, this is like the bars closing at 2 a.m. Sad. It was like the two <laughs> ugliest people at the bar found each other and now they're going to go play a game of football. This is just, this is depressing. Boggs, take us through. Well, I've been that ugliest person at the bar, so <laughs> I'm okay uh, with this game. This game is fine by me. Uh, look, the, the Bengals just got eliminated from playoff contention, you know, early. That's going to be uh, that's going to make it 30 years, Joe. 1990, the last time the Bengals won a playoff game. So uh, just oh, imagine that. Yeah, it, it's 30, been it's the longest in all of American sports. Uh, the longest 30, playoff win drought. 30 so. years ago. So who who is the quarterback then? Was it still Boomer? I think it might have been Boomer. I, I don't oh. know. It might have been Anderson. Uh, I'm not sure. But, uh, you know, look, it, it's been a long time. So. They are laying it down this week. They lost Jonah Williams, another tackle. The one, the one thing that Dallas does well is pressure the quarterback. The, the thing that the Bengals do worse is protect the quarterback. So uh, I, I think this adds up to an easy Dallas win. Not saying that uh, you know Dallas can't be scored on because if you give whatever quarterback back there any amount of time at all, 
we know Dallas' secondary is not going to cover. So uh, I will take Dallas, and I will take the over in this game because it's set so low, 42 and a half. Uh, I think this is an easy Cowboys win. I'll take the over with you. I'll take the Cowboys to win, but give me Cincinnati to cover because I just don't trust Dallas. Like at this point, like Dallas should go in there and smash Cincinnati. They have such better personnel, but their lack of preparation. And I feel like this team might just completely fold up the tent. Even they might, might still win this game, but I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk. I just don't. And you know what? Cincinnati still has some pretty good wide receivers there with T Higgins and Tyler board. And I don't know, like Cincinnati is no good, but and I don't know, Joe Mixon's not in there still, no Burrow, all that stuff. But I don't know, man. I, I keep watching Dallas every week, and they're just a they're just a bad football team. They're ill prepared. The game plan sucks. The execution's worse. And it's just I, I I they're gonna win this game just because they are not as ugly as Cincinnati. But I mean, like they're gonna win it by three. Like I like that's what it is. <laughs> if this game were three, I might feel it was three and a half. So I, I think well, better not come down to a field goal. What did Zerline miss eleven field goals yesterday? It was insane. <laughs> He had as many field goals as Ebron had drops. Yeah, yeah, 37. <laughs> so that's what it was. And isn't that terrible, too, like when you spend money on a free agent kicker? Uh, great. And he's got a nickname like Greg the Leg. and then Young GZ. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. By the way, you're speaking of the Yeezys and stuff. You see those sneakers? What the hell is that about? No, you see I, the, I, don't, I don't do sneakers. So. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? You, you no, saw the uh, Kanye West sneakers? Oh, you should go no. see them. Oh, you, this might be the next Google for, for Bogdan on the podcast. <laughs> Go ahead, go uh, Google. Uh, Kanye, Kanye West, West sneakers. Uh, sneakers? Sure. Yeah, I think I I, I I just saw them on a, the other day. I, I saw them on some kind of, yeah, they've got new sneakers. They're uh, interesting. That's uh, Are that they way. the all white ones? Yeah, they're just, What is this? I don't know what that is. I don't know. It's like a crog had a baby with like a sneaker and something happened. It, I don't it, know. It looks like when your 3D printer messes something up and you just say, yeah, this is fine. <laughs> That's what much. it looks like. All right, Denver at Carolina. Carolina's three and a half point favorites. The number is 46 and a half. I'll go first in this one. Uh, give me Carolina. Get a good, strong victory here. You know, Carolina with McCaffrey back. Denver is just completely uninspiring. I, I will say this, though. I, I actually think this is going to be an under. Uh, I do. I just... It's not going to be pretty. Denver's offense is all over the place there. Uh, it just, I don't have no trust in them. The Carolina's spunky. If McCaffrey does play in this one, I think that they will get this W here. And, you know, uh, this has been a, uh, despite the record, this has been a good season, I think, for the Carolina Panthers to build on. What do you think about this one, Box? Yeah, I think, you know, that there's some pieces for Carolina right now that are in question as far as DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel go. Uh, some pieces on the defense as well, because they have. That's another reason uh, I like the under. Yeah, I, I, I get it, but I think those guys are going to be able to play, and I definitely think CMC is going to play. So I'm going to take the over in this game. I'm going to go Carolina with you. I don't necessarily like this one, though. I don't think I'd be betting this as it stands right now because I, I want to know more. I want to know who's showing up, who's going to play. Uh, the, the one thing that the reason I would have taken Denver and I will switch uh, later in the week if this happens is if they do have their facility shut down and they're not getting the practice. So, but they're coming off a bye. They should win this game. So give me Carolina and give give me the over in this one. Houston at Chicago. Houston's actually one and a half point favorites here against the Chicago Bears. The number's 45 and a half. So talk to me about this one. Do you think the the Bears can sneak out a victory here or will Deshaun Watson somehow pull another rabbit out of his hat? Look, whenever you have Deshaun Watson, and I'll say this until I go in the dirt, unless he gets hurt or something, I'll let, if you have Deshaun Watson, you have a chance to win the game. It doesn't matter. 
makes this game very dicey. I would run away from this game. I would not bet this game at all. I get that. Look, uh, I think that Denver, Denver's, they're playing for Fangio still. Uh, They had some screw-ups last week, and it seems like they can never put a full game together. When the defense plays well, the offense plays bad. When the offense plays well, the defense gives up 400 yards passing. So uh, we haven't seen the offense play well too many times, but we're going to see it this week because Houston can't play defense. So I think knowing that Chicago should score against Houston and Chicago can stop anybody when they play their game plan the right way, uh, I I think this adds up to kind of an easy Chicago game for me. So I'm going to take Chicago. I'll take the over. Uh, in this one because it's another low one. Many, many games under 50 points this week. I think we only have uh, three or four over 50 points, so uh, very few. Um, but the weather's getting a little bit nastier as it gets down there. There's no crazy weather this week. I've already checked in. But, uh, yeah, give me Chicago. Give me the over in this one. I'll agree with you on the over, but I'm going to take the Texans in this one. I just think this is a Watson game where he's going to find a way to win. The, you know, the Bears find a way to lose games, and Deshaun Watson finds a way to win them. <laughs> so I think that's a bad combination. Again, I would not want anything to do with this game, running away from it. The next one, forget it. I'm all in. Kansas City at Miami. Kansas City's minus seven. 49 and a half is the number. Give me Kansas City to win. Kansas City to cover. Kansas City is going to smoke Miami. I'm sorry. I, Miami's been cute, okay? But they're getting they're going to get to play now. Like, this is when you play the big boys. And this is when you get checked. It's one thing when you're like, you're like, well, we're, we're, you know, beating the Jets and we're beating Cincinnati and all this stuff. This is the Chiefs. This is the defending Super Bowl champions. And they're coming off a, a lackluster kind of letdown game after the Bucs. They had some tough weeks. They had a little wake-up call last week against Denver, too. They're going to come in here and they're going to smoke Miami. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be ugly. Uh, give me the over in this one. How about you? No, I'm going Miami. I'll go with the over Miami is going to beat Kansas City. No, 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 no. I'm going to take Kansas City to win the game. I'm sorry. I did mark that incorrectly. Kansas City is going to win the game. I got Miami against the spread, though, because this is what Kansas City has been doing. They've been winning games by three points, four points here and there. They uh, they blew someone out a couple weeks ago. I think I can't remember who it was, but uh, I think it's four games in a row. They've, They've not won against the spread. I don't. At any point, Kansas City can put up 50 on someone and I and beat someone by 50. I'm not going to be surprised. They're still the best team in the NFL to me. But they just haven't been peaking yet. They're not peaking. They're saving it for the playoffs. I understand that, as they should. So give me Miami in this game. I think Tua can, uh, Tua can rally these guys. They play good defense. So uh, I'm going to take Miami against spread. KC straight up. And I'm going to go with the over with you as well. 49.5 is too low for these two teams. Minnesota at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, six and a half point favorites. The number is 51 and a half. Boggs, take us through. See, this game is one that I don't personally care for. Uh, okay. See, I think this Min- one's easy, actually. Minnesota's actually- been playing so well, though. Yeah, uh, but- that's why it's a Minnesota cover and a Tampa Bay W. That's All what right. I, I mean, if you say so, I'm going to go Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, and the over okay. uh, for me. I, I don't I don't want to bet on Minnesota. Tampa Bay had the rest with the bye week last week as well. Two weeks to prep for this game. I, I feel like they're not going to be able to stop Kirk Cousins completely. They should be able to slow him down, though, and they should really be able to slow down Dalvin Cook, even though he's amazing. Uh, I'm going to take Tampa Bay, and I'm going to take the over. 
I will take Minnesota to cover, but give me Tampa to win the game. I'll take the over as well with you in this one. Jacksonville's hosting Tennessee. Tennessee's seven and a half point favorites on the road in this one. 52 and a half is the number. I think you get the good Titans bouncing back. Big Derrick Henry day. I'll take Tennessee to win, Tennessee to cover, and uh, I will actually take the over in this game too. I think Tennessee's going to put up a lot of points. And you know what? Jacksonville's going to put some garbage time points up there. I just don't think it's be enough to cover the seven and a half. I'd love to tease this. You know, there's so many sevens this week, by the way. There's seven in New Orleans game. There's seven in the Green Bay game. There's seven in this one. You know, you could tease these down a little bit and put them in a parlay together. I think that's that's a, a way to go. A little just cover yourself a little bit. Uh, tease them up or down depending on however you want to see just get out of that number a little bit indianapolis at las vegas i don't uh, get to talk about oh, that I'm game sorry, at all Joe. i forgot well you're Gosh, agreeing, aren't geez. you? Uh, on, well i am taking tennessee but i'm taking the under i'm taking okay. the under in this game because i think this is going to be a control the clock we saw tennessee get worked over by cleveland last week mm-hmm. so i think they need to reestablish what they are they are a running team re-establish great. the run okay yeah reestablish the run they have to reestablish <laughs> that run and derrick henry should put up uh somewhere in the neighborhood of 5 to 600 yards in this game and 11 <laughs> to 12 touchdowns i mean obviously i'm being sarcastic but are in that you? second game in that second game against jacksonville the last two years in a row they have rolled right over roll tied right over jacksonville with their alabama running back derrick henry i think that's it that is exactly what's going to happen jacksonville knows it's coming they still can't stop it so it's going to be a derrick henry running it down their throats controlling the clock give me tennessee give me the under all right take us through indianapolis at las vegas indianapolis three-point road favorites the number 51 and a half bogwin okay this gets a little complicated here joe but i want you to follow me I'll the try. Colts I'm are good and the Raiders are not. Try. Okay. All right. I is that is that not. good enough? Like drive me they, one more time. One more. Just make sure okay. it, the Colts are good and the Raiders are, are not. Okay. Got it. All right. I'm with okay. you this time. Okay. The, well, look, the Raiders almost lost to the Jets last week, right? It's, uh it's true. Derek Carr has not been he's not been the same quarterback the last month that he was in the beginning of the season. He was throwing the ball downfield with more confidence. The only balls that he threw with confidence last week were the two deep shots to win the game. He had a step, Aguilar had a step, and then Ruggs got the step uh, to win the game. He's not throwing it deep, um, so I I really, uh, I think this is a Colts walk in this game. I think they roll right over the Raiders. This is where uh, John Gruden loses his money right here. Well, the funny thing about the Raiders is they always seem to play up or down to their competition, respectively, and that's what worries me about this game quite a bit. This is another game where I would run away from, but the, the Colts have of- jekyll and Hyde their way through this. They have, as well, they have, but I think healthy T.Y. Hilton, healthy Jonathan Taylor with that defense is enough for me to also go with you. So I'm in lockstep here. I'll take Indianapolis and Las Vegas, and I think uh, over Las Vegas here, and I think Indianapolis. Um, well, actually, I, you know what? I like the under as well. Because if they do win this game, they're going to play defense and, and shut things down and kind of grind this game out a little bit. And you know, I think Josh that, Jacobs, like how how is how are the Raiders scoring? I because Waller doesn't. This isn't a, the Jets. Well, it's not the two hundred yards. Defense, Darius right. Leonard's going to be on him. So uh, it's, I don't I don't know when the Raiders score in this game. It's going to have to be field goals or, or big plays. And I don't think Indy's not going to let up too many. Well, look, plays. I mean that's where Henry Ruggs is time to step up. I mean, you know, the, that's where this dude's supposed to step up and be the guy that you drafted with that first pick. Yeah, first yeah. wide receiver in this class taken. So uh, he he's still got a lot to prove for sure. He's got a lot to catch up to some of the other guys too. Let me tell you. Yeah, 
New York Jets at Seattle. Oh, 13 and a half. Now, typically, I everybody knows I'm not a big fan of these double-digit games. <laughs> but I'm going to make an exception to this time. Seattle Seahawks win this one. And I do think they're actually going to – I actually do think they're going to win this one by two touchdowns. Like, I think this is going to be Seattle smoking the Jets because I can't imagine the embarrassment of losing to the Giants last week for them. There's a huge loss. They're in a little bit of trouble right now. The Rams are playing good football. They need this win. They need a commanding win. I think they get this. I will take the over, though. Boggs, what do you think? I mean, look, you know, the picking uh, the the picking against the, the big lines has uh, typically worked in my favor. I mean, I, I, I took uh, Denver last week, and they covered. I, uh, I took uh, the only one that didn't work out for me was Cincinnati didn't cover against Miami. So uh, I, I'm I'm going to take the Jets. They played a little bit better. I don't like – I think this is the first time all year I've taken the Jets, by the way. Uh, I think I, just I don't like one of the times they covered, actually. I think I actually got one of them right. The one time I did, <laughs> they actually did cover that game. I can't remember. Uh, they almost won last week. You took them against your Patriots. That's what you did. Uh, I remember that. Uh, you, you took them against your Pats, and they covered. They almost won that they game. Did. Right. So, I was saying, uh, they covered, did they? <laughs> you're a self-deprecating Patriots fan. Exactly. So. Hey. um I don't like what I've seen out of Seattle. Now, could this be the slump buster and they win by 40? Yeah. I mean, the jets are bad. I would not be surprised, but whatever it hasn't been clicking for them. Seattle definitely peaked earlier in the year. Uh, They're not there yet so far. I think we're going to see more running in this game than we have, especially out of the jets. So I'm going to take the jets to cover this, but I am also going to take the over because I think there's going to be a decent amount of points scored because Seattle's defense is still bad. So uh, give me the Jets, give me the over, but obviously Seattle to win the game. Defense playing better, though. Since Jamal Adams came back, they're playing better. They're Not getting great. better. They're getting a better pass rush. I mean, dude, Jamal Adams has like, he's going to set the defensive back record, I think, for sacks. Yes. I think it's yeah. oh, nine and a half for 10 by Adrian Wilson. He's going to happen. Have you ever had a, like a safety lead the team in sacks? Yeah, Adrian Adrian Wilson, I think, did the year that, oh, that gosh, he, he did right. it. So, yeah. um, but but I mean he's their best pass rusher by far, and he's their best cover man. So no, it's uh it's I difficult. You can't that. be you can't be in two spots at one time. So uh, give me the Jets to cover. Atlanta at the Chargers, gross. Atlanta two and a half point favorites in this one. Somehow I don't know how this isn't just a pick them. These teams are both just mind numbing. I expect the Chargers to bounce back, but I got to tell you, I don't know. I think you can take those expectations and throw them away because there's something about this Charger team that just doesn't seem right uh i will take the over in this game that's the only thing i feel confident about the fifth 48 and a half but i'll actually take atlanta to win this football game uh and you know i just don't think the charger look they can't close out games and last week i mean some of those deficiencies on special teams they've been dealing with really came home to roost and it was just it was ugly bog so what do you think about this one yeah, I'm going to go with you. Atlanta, Atlanta, and the over. Uh, I think their defense has been playing much better since Raheem Morris uh, took over. They've been making splash plays as well, and if you get splash plays against a rookie quarterback coming off a bad game too, I think he's going to press a little bit, Justin Herbert. I think he's going to want to look good. I think he's going to try to force some stuff, and I think Atlanta is in for a defensive touchdown in this game, and anytime you get one of those, you're probably going to cover. So give me Atlanta, give me the over. All right, Green Bay at Detroit, seven and a half point favorites on this one for Green Bay. 55 and a half is the number. Uh, so, Boggs, is this just as easy as a Green Bay just, just wiping the floor of Detroit? Because it feels like it is. Yeah, I think so. And I'm going to take the under on this one, too. This is the highest really? over of the week 
at 55 and a half. I, I just don't think Green Bay is going to have to do a ton. I think you run the ball. You play decent defense against this team. They did just throw for 400 yards. I understand that. But Kenny Galli is probably not going to be back. DeAndre Swift, if he even is like back, even 31-21 is very feasible. That doesn't that doesn't get that total. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You hit you win with Green Bay in that, but you don't get the over. Right. So I think this is going to be mainly Green Green Bay with the ball. They should run a bunch. This should be almost a bye week for Aaron Rodgers. You know, uh, easy throws and hand the ball off to Jamal Williams and, and Aaron Jones and uh, get get out of Detroit with an easy win and don't hang Aaron Rodgers out to dry. So yeah. that should be the game plan. Uh, so I'm going to take Green Bay and I'm going to take the under. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. Green Bay, Green Bay, you make good arguments for the under there too. And with some of the injuries that Detroit has, I don't know. And I'm also worried a little bit about, you know, the defense of Green Bay possibly to make it a turnover or two there with uh with Stafford and company. So New Orleans at Philadelphia, new quarterback Jalen Hurts. Doesn't matter. New Orleans is still favored by seven in this one. Another lucky seven. 44 and a half is the number. Look, I- I'm sorry. Like I understand that New Orleans is not perfect with Taysom Hill, but they're a whole lot better than Philadelphia. And if you think that Philadelphia is not going to give up some problems on that offensive line just because Jalen Hurts is there, you're wrong. I can't imagine them automatically now all of a sudden Everything already changes now because Jalen Hurts is the quarterback and the O-line doesn't stink anymore. Miles Sanders is going to get 20 carries. Like All those things are going to go right? I don't think so. Give me New Orleans. I think they win this game by a touchdown. I will take the over, though, because I do think that New Orleans is actually going to be surprisingly good still and still put up points because, look, I mean, Taysom Hill's been able to be that dude, and they still got Kamara, still got Michael Thomas. They got all the weapons there, so I'm going to take the over in this one. Um, yeah, I'm going to go New Orleans, New Orleans in the over as well. I think, uh, the, the one thing that makes me a little hesitant on the over is maybe Jalen Hurts won't turn the ball over the traditional three times that Carson Wentz. <laughs> yeah, but he'll so, still get stacked six. <laughs> yeah, he definitely could. And you know, it's his first start. He could press a little bit as well. So I'll take the over just with less confidence. I don't really love this game either way. I don't like relying on Taysom Hill. Like you mentioned before, Philly's a mess. Give me New Orleans. Give me the over. Upset special time, Washington at San Francisco. San Francisco's three and a half point favorites. How? I'm not sure. Give me Washington. I want Washington to win this football game outright. 43 and a half is the number. Oh, man, I think that's like right on the button for me. I will go over, but by a hair. Like so, like by the hair of my chinny chin chin, barely over there. But give me Washington, man. Look, I I respect that San Fran's getting healthy and all that. But that Washington front is for real. Nick Mullins and offensive line are going to have a long day ahead of them, I think. And uh, look, Washington's another team believing in themselves a little bit, coming off a huge victory. And I know it's the NFL, you're only as good as, you know, what's going on. But still, I, I think right now that just every week, this team, Washington's playing with confidence. Big win against Dallas, huge win against the Steelers. I don't see a letdown for this team against San Fran. They recognize this is the team that went to the Super Bowl last year. They're going to go show up, they're going to give effort. And I just think that at the end, San Fran's just not going to have enough bullets in the chamber. Yeah, I mean, you know, also revenge game narrative for Alex Smith. So uh, against his former team. So, uh, I, yeah, I like Washington in this game as well. I'm completely biased, though. They are the first team to beat my Steelers, and they look good doing it. So um, I'm going to take Washington. I hate this over-under. I think this line is Yeah, so I would perfect. run away from this. I hate it. It's right on there. And a half. Yeah. I'll say the over since I have to pick one, but I have no confidence in it, so I would not bet it. Uh, Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Buffalo's two-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Steelers coming off their first loss. Buffalo coming off a fantastic game. By the way, I don't know if you caught this, but you know somebody posted a very funny thing about uh, 
somebody giving Josh Allen an F grade, I don't know, some scouting guy or some, <laughs> some fantasy nerd guy. And I posted the 2018 fantasy black book uh, write up that I did on Josh Allen, which was calling him. And I quote, I think he has the potentially the best fantasy quarterback of this entire class. And I think everybody should take notice of that. And it's not going to be pretty right away, but if they give him the right pieces, basically then, you know, and they gave him a possession wide receiver, Cole Beasley, and they gave him a home run hitter in, in Mr. Diggs. And guess what? Guys played really well. So I'll let you go first here with the Buffalo Pittsburgh game. So Mr. Steeler, do they get back to running the football? Can they overcome the injuries they've had on defense and get right? Uh, what do you think? I think they can, you know, this is a tough game to pick. I would not be betting this one. Uh, even if I wasn't a Steelers fan, cause you have two good teams going up against each other in prime time. You got an angry Steelers team that got jerked around by uh, COVID protocols because of Baltimore and all that stuff. Uh, you know, Tomlin's upset. You know, he, he said you can either catch the ball or get replaced. They had seven drops in that game, eight drops in that game uh, last week. They have 10 more drops by their wide receivers than any other team in the league. They have to get right. Connor's coming back. They have to run the football. The Bills have been better at stopping the run, but they're still not good at it. So uh, I think the Steelers reestablish this, this run game. They're able to pass off of it. And I think they get back to doing what they do, even it's a with great game. Uh, like, oh, this is yeah, a it's a good game. I can't wait to see and, this game. Losing Spillane is big for Pittsburgh, but they made the trade for Avery Williamson earlier in the season. So I, I think he's going to be a very capable guy to come in there and replace him. It's going to be calling the plays, potentially giving up a big play here or there for Pittsburgh because of uh, someone not being in position could definitely happen. So I will take the Steelers. Anytime they're getting points this year, I'm going to take them, and I'm going to take the over, even with them being on the road. So Pittsburgh in the over for me. All right, I'm going to take the other side. Give me Buffalo in the over for me. Like, I think actually that uh, it's going to be close. I really do. But I, I think it's going to be, you know, if it wasn't two and a half, I might have a little bit of a problem. <laughs> but I do think this is a field goal kind of game. It's kind of what it's feeling like to me. So uh, I think Buffalo actually wins this football game. And I don't and, think the Steelers are done by any stretch of the game. It, no. And and if it uh, if it is a field goal game, it could be huge that, uh, you know, Chris Boswell didn't play last right. week and exactly. they went with Matthew Wright in his first start ever. So, um, you know, the, when it comes down to a clutch guy, you want a guy that's been there and Wright is not that guy. So hopefully Boswell plays for Pittsburgh. And, and on top of that box, like the Buffalo defense showed up last week. It's the first time I've seen the Buffalo defense all year look like last year's Buffalo defense. They got and players. They, they have they, players. They, they have, just have I mean, to play better. You know, they, Look, and they haven't but last week they did. And I think that's a confidence builder. And I think they recognize this here, you know, it was a big home game, you know, and all of a sudden you got Miami and new England starting to breathe down their neck a little bit. You go out there with a statement here and look, and if Buffalo folds up the tents and they lose this football game, then this is the same Buffalo bills that will lose in the first round of the playoffs. Like they did last year. Like I'm just, right. just saying it again. And it's unfortunate, but I saw a little spark. Let's see if it carries over. I'm going to put my money on that. It will last one, the Cleveland Browns. They're home dogs to the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are favored by one and a half. 46 and a half is the number. You know, I think it's time for a change. Baltimore, look, I know they ran the hell out of the football the other night. I get that. But Dallas is just so inept. And Baltimore's defense plays well, but it feels like the Cleveland Browns right now, they're just playing fast and loose with nothing to lose. And that makes them super dangerous. I think Baltimore's tight. I think Cleveland's like, hey, let's go. Let's do this. You know, we want a shot here. Healthy Nick Chubb, give me Baltimore. Give me, uh, I'm sorry, give me Cleveland to win this game. And I'll tell you what, 46 and a half, 
Again, this is another number I think is like right on the button. I'll take the under in this game. I think this is gross in the mud, uh, mm-hmm. old timey kind of defense running the football kind of a game. I'm with you on the the over under. I'm going to take the, the under. style, but not the outcome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, look, who runs the ball better than Baltimore? Nobody. Even even the Browns don't run the ball as well as Baltimore when they're peaking on it. Uh, obviously, Dallas is different than playing Cleveland. Cleveland's defense way better than, than Dallas's. But this is one of those games where it seems like Cleveland has everything lined up and they're ready to go. And then they lay a giant egg against Baltimore. It happens. It, it's tradition, Joe. This is what Cleveland does. They build you up, even the good year, to let those Cleveland fans down. I'm actually, you know, I'm I'm a huge Steelers fan. I even feel bad for Cleveland fans. Like, I hope I'm wrong about this game. But as is you tradition, are very <laughs> condescending right now. Scott have you Bond. seen the chart? Have you seen the chart of Baker yeah, right. Mayfield? It's throw against an inferior opponent, talk wrong. a bunch of smack, and then be terrible again and talk about how you're hurt. Like you're that, wrong. that's the you know, uh, you know, throw five touchdowns and then go make another stupid commercial and uh, you know, don't play well the next week. This is the Baker Mayfield flow chart. So, uh, I Look, I want to see the Browns do it. I, I I dislike Baltimore more than I dislike Cleveland. So, uh, I let let's go Cleveland, knock them out. You know, uh, show us that you're a real contender and are real trouble going to be real trouble in the playoffs. And I'll believe you if you beat Baltimore, but I'll believe it when I see it. So, give me Baltimore, give me the under. All right, it's that time again, boys and girls. It's time for the upset special. I will go first this week. Give me the Washington football team on a roll. Big win in Dallas. Huge win against the Steelers. Another big W against San Francisco. That front is ferocious. They are real. Give me the Washington football team to upset San Francisco. I can't even believe that San Fran's three and a half point favorites in this game. Bogman, what's your upset special of the week? How happy is Chicago going to be if a Mitchell Trubisky-led team beats Deshaun Watson in Houston huh oh, so let, let's let's see that happen I think Chicago is uh they were right there they were playing really well last week obviously didn't work out at the end with that horrible exchange and fumble and all that stuff give me Chicago to beat Houston that that's going to be my upset special all right that'll do it for us make sure you follow us on Twitter at line star app at line star NFL at Bogman sports and at Joe Pisa PS 17 and subscribe to the pre-snap wherever you get your podcast. That'll do it for us. Have a great weekend of football. Everybody there's nothing left to do now except don't win. You've been listening to the pre-snap podcast, weekly wagering show brought to you by line star hit subscribe, drop a rating, tell a friend and stay tuned for the next episode from Joe Pia and Scott Bogman.